so good. Jai Radha Madhava Kunjabi Hari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabiyari Gopi Janavalava Girivaradhari Gopi Janavalava Girevaradhari Jasodanandana Brajajanaranjana Jasodanandana Brajajanaranjana Jamuna Tiravanachari Jamuna Tiravanachari Jayurada Madhava Kunjabi Hari Hey buddy! Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Nam, Hare Nam. Chant the holy names. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Hare Ram, thank you, Tan. Hey, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Hey, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Hare Nam, Hare Nam. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Jaya Jaya Prabhupada, 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 Jaya Prabhupada. Hey buddy. Jaya Jaya Prabhupada, 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 Jaya Prabhupada. Nitai Gora Haribol, 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 Gora Haribol. Nitai, Nitai.
Gopramanandi. Jai Vishwapad Paramaham Swamirvath is by grace. A.C. Bhakti Vedanta Swami Shla Prabhupada Ki Jai Shla Prabhupada Ki Jai Nitila Jai Vishwapad Paramahamsa Paribarachakachari is by grace Shla Bhakti Siranta Goswami Shla Prabhupada Ki Jai Antakori Vaishnavinda Ki Jai Grantara Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai Gaur Premanandi All glory to the assembled devotees All glory to the assembled devotees All glory to the assembled devotees Glory to Sri Guru and Sri Gauranga All glory to Shla Prabhupada Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 7, Chapter 1, Text Thirty Tasmat kena piupayena Tasmat kena piupayena Mana Krishna niveshayet Mana Krishna niveshayet Katamopi navineshyat Panchanam Purusham Prati Tasmat Kena Piyupayena Mana Krishna Niveshaye Katoma Pina Venasyat Panchanam Purusham Prati Tasmat kena pi upayena Mana Krishna niveshayet Mana Krishna niveshayet Katamopina Venasya Panchanam Purusham Prati Tasmat Kena Piyupayena Mana Krishna Niveshayet Tasmat kena piyupayema Mana Krishna Neveshaya Katamopina Venasya Tasmat kena piyupayena Mana Krishna kiveshayet Katamopina venasya Anjajanurusamrati Tasmat kena piyupayena 
Katama Api Anyone Na Not Venaha The Atheistic King Vena Syat would adopt Panchanam of the five previously mentioned Purusham the Supreme Personality of Godhead Prati in regard to Tasmat therefore Kenapi by any Upayena means Manaha the mind Krishna in Krishna Niveshayet one should fix translation somehow or other one must consider the form of Krishna very seriously then by one of the five different processes mentioned above one can return home back to Godhead atheist like King Vena however being unable to think of Krishna's form in any of these five ways cannot attain salvation therefore one must somehow think of Krishna whether in a friendly way or inimically purport impersonalist and atheist always try to circumvent the form of Krishna great politicians and philosophers of the modern age even try to banish Krishna from Bhagavad Gita consequently for them there is no salvation but Krishna's enemies think here is Krishna my enemy I have to kill him they think of Krishna in his actual form and thus they attain salvation devotees therefore who constantly think of Krishna's form are certainly liberated the only business of the Mayavari atheist is to make Krishna formless and consequently because of this severe offense at the lotus feet of Krishna they cannot expect salvation Srila Vishnath Chakravati Thakur says in this connection Tena Shishu Paladi Bhinna Pratikula Bhavam Didishur Yenav Eva Narakam Yatiti Bhavaha Except for Shishupala, those who go against the regulated principles cannot attain salvation and are seriously and are surely destined for hellish life. The regulated principles is that one must always think of Krishna, whether he is a friend or enemy. This is a very wonderful verse because um, this verse is, is the goal of what devotees want. And this, the avyasa, how to practice to think of Krishna. Mana Krishna Niveshayet. They have to fix on Krishna, Krishna consciousness. That is the most difficult thing to think of Krishna, even though it's easy. Because the mind is always thinking of something else. So this verse says, we have to fix our mind on Krishna somehow or another. It's mentioned here, somehow or another. Uh, even if you're sitting here for five minutes, ten minutes, whatever time, wherever we are, mind's always dwelling on other objects. Isn't it? Always flickering. Chanchalahi mana Krishna pramati balavadira. Krishna says the mind like a, like a flickering wind. It's going everywhere. Flickering. Well, looking, thinking, always not fixed. So here, this verse says we have to fix the mind on Krishna. Krishna consciousness. That is the most difficult thing. To fix your mind on Krishna. That is the, the, the principle of devotional service. Is somehow or another we need to fix our consciousness. That's why it's called Krishna consciousness. Hare Krishna movement is known as Krishna consciousness. International Society for Krishna consciousness. Prabhupada could have said uh, something else. But it is Krishna consciousness. Our ISKCON is particularly aiming to towards Krishna. 
how we can bring Krishna in the center, how we can bring Krishna in the middle of everything, how we can bring Krishna in the center of family life, how we can bring Krishna in our life. It's the goal of devotee is to bring Krishna in the forefront, in the center of our life. That's why we go to, sometimes we go to the devotee's home. The biggest room in the home is the temple room. Right? So, Krishna consciousness means somehow or another we have to think of Krishna. We're living in the world of suffering and miseries and all dualities. And um, everywhere you look, everywhere you go, these people are distressed. War, famine, and <coughs> disaster. All miseries all over the world. We have to take shelter of Krishna. We have to grab hold of the lotus feet of Krishna as the only shelter of our devotees, of the devotees. Even in Vrindavan, even when Krishna was here, gopis were attacked, the cowherd boys were attacked, the Brajabhashis of Vrindavan were attacked by the demons or sent by Kamsa. But they didn't know anything other than turning to Krishna for help. Oh Krishna, please protect us. We turn to Krishna for everything. Krishna is our life savior, our savior. So here we have to see the senses, our mind and the body is demanding, always demanding. The mind is demanding. Where is my prasharam? I've been out all day. Where is that's one thing. And everything we do, the mind's always demanding. Demanding respect, demanding uh, glory, more subtle things in our heart, subtle. The mind demands respect and glory and fame, name, all these things. These are demons sitting in our heart, actually. That's why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, Trinara Pishan is, but be humble. Humbly approach. We have to approach Krishna with humble, with humility, with with uh, inquiries, asking about Krishna, how to serve Krishna, with humility. Not that I'm going to come and cook a big offering. We have to have respect, we have to have love, we have to have humility, that by the mercy of Krishna, by the mercy of Srila Prabhupada, by the mercy of the devotees, I'm going to be able to cook. I'm able to do anything, chant Hare Krishna, or do any service by His mercy. So to change our attitude, we have to change our consciousness. So how we can be Krishna conscious, that is the most difficult thing. So devotee is always searching. How I can make progress in spiritual life. They come to the temple, even though it's difficult to get up and sit here, listen to Krishna Katha. This morning it was already 10 past 4. I usually get up 3.30. It's so, so hard to get up. The mind is telling, nah, hey, I need to get up. Just sleep a little bit longer. The first thing in the morning is a difficult time. So that's the time when you have to force yourself to tell your mind, I have a very long day ahead of you. So when you can force yourself to get up first thing in the morning, then the day will go very nicely. It's not very difficult. Just have to simply jump up. <laughs> Throw your blanket somewhere else. Keep your window open. <laughs> and when you have the shower, come back and pick it up. Sometimes devotees are so, uh, like, uh, very full on. They even take cold shower. They go, ah, and they're out. Because it's, if you take a very hot shower, then you're enjoying. So you, you, you stay in there longer. A cold shower is really quick. Ah, out. Hurry, bowl. <laughs> so he's, he's not enjoying, but he's enjoying serving Krishna. He's thinking, uh, this is going to wake me up. This will wake me up to chant Hare Krishna so I can concentrate in the mantra. So I can think of Krishna nicely. So he's making every time an effort 
to how we can focus the mind on Krishna. Uh, all kinds of stuff happening around you. It's very difficult to bring the mind under uh, one, uh, center it in one place. So that is the whole thing. Um, even Arjuna is asking Krishna how I can control the mind. And that's why Krishna says, mind is he's floating. <laughs> you go on book distribution, it's so difficult, isn't it? People just, <laughs> no one went to stop. I remember the first time uh, I really wanted to go and distribute books in the UK. People are so passionate. At the, especially at the end of the day, they just want to get home after work. <laughs> so we had a, a clipboard, you know, we write on to wag in front of them to try to get them to stop. Hey, hi. What do you want? And then they get to speak somehow. It's, first, we have to somehow have to get them to stop. They just going so fast. It's not that they're going to go home and they're just going to have a good time. They go home and there's nothing wonderful waiting for them. They can just relax in front of a TV. It makes them more headache. If you go home, okay, you, you take a shower and you, you do arati at home, uh, get your children, you do arati, do kirtan, chanjapa together, or read Krishna book, take some prasadam. That's okay. But most people run home to just sit in front of a TV first, have a biscuit or something. But that's not... And the, the mind is so intense that it even drives the mind of a yogi who is trying to control. Yogi, you know, yogis, they control the mind. There was one yogi, he could sit under the water for years and years. You've probably read about it, under the water. And in the other yugas, you can live, you can take a deep breath and you can hold the breath for like hundreds of years. So he held his breath, he, he was meditating under the sea, under the water for a long time, and he saw two fish was mating and he got up and went and got married. <laughs> and that was it. Broken meditation. <laughs> ah, what the heck? I gave up. Sometimes we do the same. I know. And these people come in here, they put the lock on, put bead bag. It's a kind of a customary thing that Hare Krishnas do it. So they came in the temple and put the tilak on, bead bag. And then they left the temple, put the bead bag in the car somewhere in the boot. And wipe off the tilaka, bus. That's it. I'm, 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 I'm out of the Hare Krishna temple now. I, now I can do whatever I like. But it's not a customary thing. You have to think that you're doing it for Krishna. Krishna's pleasure. Arrival. So these children here, they are the example uh, <coughs> of, of uh, uh, being Krishna conscious. They start chanting Hare Krishna from an early age. So when you practice to be Krishna conscious from, from the beginning of your life, it's easier when you get older. Some may say not necessarily, because when they become like your son, very nice now, we, we don't know. Are they going to actually take seriously or not later on, when they get older? But you can give them Krishna consciousness as much as you can right now, because they're young age. When they get older, they may say, ah, bye-bye. I don't need you, Hare Krishna, anymore. <laughs> I don't need the dad to tell me what to do. I want to do my own thing. I had too many principles of life. He forced me to be Krishna conscious. Now let me enjoy. They could say it like that. It happens. So many of our kids. So you, you, you force me too much principles. Now, you know, I want to do so many things in life, but you, you just force me. Okay, get them, let them do whatever they want, but then later on they find out this material world is suffering place. And they come running to Krishna again. Daddy, you are right. I'm talking for you guys. <coughs> it's like I came here, <coughs> when I first came here, uh, way back in the 80s, it was really difficult to make me Krishna conscious. In Mayapur, Vrindavan is easier, because everywhere you look, it's temples. Everybody, hey, Haribol, all very spiritual place. Then I came here, only in the temple, when you go out, it's like full on Maya. 
And our temple in King's Cross, Sydney, uh, just outside the temple room, just when you come out on the main, our temple door opens to the main road, Darlinger's Road. It's a red light area. All these ladies standing around. This was really bad for Brahmacharis to be in that temple. I came out and said, wow, I was expecting to be like Mayapur. <coughs> I came out and there are all these ladies standing around, high heel shoes and young ladies. So they said, don't go out, stay inside. <laughs> so I had to close the door. We're not allowed to go out so much at night. And then they had, we used to go take, uh, like swim in the ocean. So they would say, don't go to that beach, only this beach. Because it's not good for you. <laughs> Stuff like that. So we're only certain, we're only certain, allowed to go to certain beaches, not other beaches. And then I, I was very curious, I said, why, what's going on there? <laughs> I didn't know anything, I was too innocent. I said, oh yeah, it's, it's not for Brahmachari, then I got it. And then we went to, uh, uh, they had a catering program at the music festival. This is when I came here, six years ago. So one of the catering program I went to, they didn't tell me, they thought we were going to be distributing Pusharam. It was so intense, my God. <laughs> People are not dressed nicely, and uh, you know what I mean. And they were like, uh, so I said, I'll just cook behind, I won't come out. <laughs> I don't want to be serving food. You guys serve, I just can be at the back. There was like people just walking normally, but they didn't have any clothes. Like they're talking to each other, hi, hi, but they're just completely undressed. It's just unusual for us. Imagine people coming in the temple room all not dressed. It was like that. So I went out and said, uh, we're selling pokoras, six dollars for a cup. So I, I put the pokora, I said, here you are. <laughs> you give me the six bucks on my hand. I, I don't mean to be offensive, but uh, we're practicing celibacy here. <laughs> they don't understand what it means. So it's very difficult for mine to uh, you know, think of Krishna in such situations. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. How are you going to think of Krishna like that? This is my all around you. So we are being constantly tested. Even here, temple, you know, we, we might be right in the temple room, but the minds. Yeah, they had some kind of experience long ago, and then it comes back, the memory comes back. While he's chanting Japa, oh, like, 10 years ago, he had this affair, this and that, Phew, it's just come. Mine's like, a, it brings back memories from way back. Some experience, suddenly when you're chanting. So it's a very hard job to be able to even concentrate on the holy name. This is why Sadhu Sangha, Sadhu Sangha. We have to perform devotional service and associate devotees because then the devotees can help us to focus, can check us. There was a, there was a devotee, he says, Prabhupada, um, I want to go to Radha Kund and, and do bhajan. I want to chant my japa in Radha Kund. So Prabhupada said, there is too many monkeys there already. We don't need any more. <laughs> you know the monkeys, they're very uh, moving. You can never see a monkey sitting peacefully. Maybe there's those monkeys that were helping Lord Ram. <coughs> They're always moving around. So mind like a monkey. <sighs> moving around. So it bring the mind back under the control of the self. That's what Krishna says. Like a rope. I see sometimes you see sometimes people in the street. They carry their kids, they have a rope around their neck, they're pulling it. <laughs> have you seen it? Oh my God. You know, in India we carry a lap with love, and they're carrying like a dog. <laughs> they might even have a dog tag on it. Your name is uh, so-and-so. Come back here. Come back here. You're pulling it. That's your son or daughter. So similarly, we have to pull the mind back with a rope, tie on your neck. Come back. Where are you going? Imagine you have a, a five or six dogs, you're holding it. And everyone's running in different directions. That would be really tough for you to control them. Sometimes they drag you down. They're so strong. I used to work in a, 
uh, farm in Mayapur a long time ago. You know, cows and buffaloes. You have to be very, very careful. They can step on your feet. Imagine a cow stepping on your feet. That's like, it really hurts. Big, heavy cow. <coughs> One time, this cow stepped on my feet. And the villagers in India, they say, if a cow step on your feet, you take the same area, you put it in their face. Where they're breathing, let them breathe on it, and it'll take the pain away. Something like a, a village saying. So I, I, it's very difficult to bring your feet up, put it next to the cow's nose. So I did that, and it feels good. Like, it's like, <sighs> and so, you know, so you're doing cleaning the cow and buffaloes, very difficult job, you have to be very, very careful. They can step on you, they can buck you, throw you off in the air. So we're doing our service. There's so much action happening here. Even though we're serving Krishna, even though we're engaged in devotional service, we're cooking for Krishna, doing puja work, we're temple room, but still, the mind can drag us to elsewhere, suddenly. Isn't it? Even me, like I'm, why do I go crazy for doing the kirtan? Because uh, we don't want to be observing something else. As soon as you let yourself loose a little bit, give yourself a little bit of gap, a mile will get in. So that's why you have to be very tough with yourself. They say, oh, you Hare Krishna is too strict. This is not the place for me. Yeah, of course, you have to be strict with yourself. They say you are, you are being brainwashed. In the 70s, they used to say, you're brainwashed. Prabhupada used to say, yes, our brain is dirty, you need to wash it. It's like a, um, like, like a, uh, a knife. If it is uh, <coughs> um, not sharpened, uh, rusty, you have to sharpen it. So similarly, you have to sharpen our consciousness, Krishna consciousness. That's why he said, Mana Krishna Niveshayat. You have to fix your mind on Krishna. That is the most difficult thing because the mind is always constantly dwelling on different objects. In the midst of serving Krishna, the mind is going somewhere else. That's why Krishna says, bring the mind under the control of self wherever it wanders off. Chanchala hi Mana Krishna. Chanchala. Like the dog and the cat. So, the whole process of Krishna consciousness, how we can bring ourselves and, and place our consciousness, place our senses to Krishna. You see, um, in the evening when the brahmacharis, we're all, or a devotee in the ashram, we're just about to sleep, somebody brings a Mahapasharam, really nice, and a golden plate. You know, like, Pasharam that, uh, you know, that, like, like I haven't seen it. You just have to say, no, thank you. I have, <laughs> right? Because you have to go to sleep and to get up. I remember, um, I was going to Sankitan in the 80s. And <clears throat> when they have those days, they used to offer all the big cakes and everything on the altar. And then they leave it there. Doing the puja, doing the arati, they still have the cakes on the altar. So we used to see, you know, they all look like, wow, that cake, I really want that one, you know. We had our minds on the, the cake. And so I told my friend, Nagurju Sankitan, I said, we're going to go for that cake. When it gets, like, they bring to the kitchen, we'll, get, we'll steal that one. A really good one. So I, I made an all arrangement to steal that cake. This is why the devotees are very smart, because we're always planning. Yeah. <laughs> so I got that big cake in the car, and we had a, a Torago, a big car, and it has, a, it has a fridge inside because it gets so hot sometime in New South Wales. So we had the cake in the fridge. So we'd come back from Sankitan every so and so and we'd have a bit of a cake. <laughs> and we'd go out again, have a bit of a cake. <laughs> that gives us a boost in going out of Sankitan. And uh, it gets. So that kind of situation is different. If you make plan to serve Krishna, but if the service you do is going to only make it worse, it's going to make a block, stumbling block serving Krishna, then you have to avoid, even if it's favorable. So you have to see the situation. 
So if it's night time, you're thinking, I have to get up, no thank you. Keep it in the cool fridge, and you have it next day. So they have this, uh, uh, every Saturday we used to have a, a feast. And before Harinam, they had donuts, pizza, spaghetti, uh, like that, big. <coughs> and we'd go on, on, on Harinam. So we'd make, we, the guy who made the pizza would to tell them to make one extra one, big tray, half cook. The su Sunday we'd all have a break. We Sunday would go have a, uh, go to the ocean, come back, and they would cook that, we eat that pizza before Sunday feast kirtan. So we had a schedule program for us. So you have to see if the situation you are in is favorable to serve Krishna. That's why it is says you have to accept what's favorable, you have to reject what's unfavorable. There's always a situation in our temple, uh, all is always favorable, but sometimes it's too favorable that it disturbs you to serve Krishna. Too good, everything is too comfortable. So, purposely or voluntarily, you have to accept the austerity, so you have to train the mind to serve Krishna. Like if you're taking a hot shower in the winter, you need a hot shower because it's so cold. And at the end, you just take a little bit of cold <laughs> before you go out and have a cold shower. Just a quick one. Because people always say cold shower is good. It's just to wake you up, Bill. You know, I mean, when you take a cold shower, you go out, you always feel really woken. Like definitely woken if you take a really cold shower. If you have a hot shower, you feel like you haven't woken up yet. Isn't it? So I have a hot shower, towards the end, turn the cold one, and they go out. So it's really woken up. So we have to always make arrangements how we can become more uh, strong to serve Krishna. Accept the difficult on behalf of Krishna. Just like Srila Prabhupada. He accepted the hardship for others. Paradukha dukhi. A devotee, he sees others unhappy, he becomes unhappy to see them unhappy. He wants to make them happy. Prabhupada said, I just want to make everyone happy. Imagine that. He, he took all the trouble to go to America at that, at, that, at that age to make people happy. I said, who cares? They're suffering, go to hell, fine. I don't want to make them happy. <laughs> you choose your life. But Prabhupada, this the most merciful. And he went all the way, he risked his own life for others. That's the ultimate compassion of a devotee. That is what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Harinam Sankirtan. It's so difficult to go out, to chant. So difficult to sit down in one place and chant. Because the mind is controlling us. The mind is like a ghost. It's sitting in us, controlling us. Have you ever get attacked by a ghost? No? Have you? Really? Yeah. How did that happen? Was a long, story. long story. I was sleeping in like a house. Over here or in Europe? In I, I got attacked by ghost also. When I, when, when I was with Indra traveling in Europe, and uh, he had to drop off his son to the train station. So they parked the van, they have a, we had a camper van. He parked it under a tree near the station. This is in Poland. And I was asleep, because we all sleep in the van. And I felt this big guy with a big mustache, and he was sitting on my neck. Yeah, he was sitting on my neck, and I couldn't breathe. You can, you can virtually see it. Uh, I couldn't breathe. And I, the idea was trying to choke me, because I was trying to, trying to chant Hare Krishna. He choked, you couldn't chant Hare Krishna. They're choking me, choking. I was trying to chant Hare Krishna. The Hare Krishna wasn't coming out. It was Chuck here. Then I was telling myself in the consciousness, Hare Krishna! Like, and then the mantra came out, and he took off. The ghost left. And I had sore pain here, I had sore neck afterward. 
So when Maharaj came back, I said, you guys left me here under this tree. I attacked by a ghost and you're having a good time there. <laughs> because you're a full of ghosts because so many people died before in the war. And uh, <clears throat> especially around the train station, dirty area. So I was thinking, you know, like, it's so difficult to chant Hare Krishna. We've been choked, choked uh, by ghost. Mind, mind like ghost. Yeah, you're going to chant Hare Krishna? Sure, I'm going to choke you. <laughs> you're not going to chant Hare Krishna. I make sure that. That's Maya's telling us. Sometimes devotees, when they're attacked by a ghost, they act like ghosts. And they say, ah, what are you, I don't want to be God. Like they start to saying weird things. This, this, this happened in Mayapur. One devotee was attacked by a ghost. So we put chili powder in his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, chili powder. They, ah, because the ghost is, is, is uh, you're, you're, you're hunted. So they can't, they're not uncomfortable anymore. They're uncomfortable. So they leave your body. They, they take your body. Yeah, that's what they did. So I'll put chili, it's very hard. <laughs> so we have the process of Krishna consciousness. We don't put chili on the mind. But Bhakti Saranta Saraswati Thakur said, when you get up in the morning, beat your mind with shoes. There's also have so many shoes. Just beat your mind with your shoe. And then when you get up, when you go to sleep at night, beat your mind with broom. He didn't say beat like literally in the mind. You have to beat it. Come here, I'll beat you with a broom. <laughs> so we have to beat our mind, the senses. The senses are demanding. I want this, I want that. You see, the parents, when they take children to the supermarket, they're all crying, I want this, I want that. Similar, the mind is always wanting. I want this, I want that. Don't go up now. Get up late, Janchan Hare Krishna. This food is not good. Sometimes I remember first, sometimes people they come at the, at the kitchen and look through the window. They say, Who is cooking? They see this guy is not a good cook, so they don't come, they go home. <laughs> I see a good cook, they stay. I, I, I mean, we're not dumb, I know what's going on. <laughs> I can tell people that, that's what they look into the window. Oh, yeah, a okay, I will stay for breakfast. <laughs> Because we're going to have like a, a better prasharam. So we have to always see why we are here. Are we here to please the mind or your senses? You can never please the mind actually. You can never please the senses. They're always unhappy. Mind is always dwelling on sense objects. You cannot satisfy the mind. That's why to train the mind to think of Krishna. In the early days, in the, in the, in the 70s, Early 80s also, we used to have a play. Sunday feast, we have skits, like short plays. So, a brahmachari would come, and he was distributing books, uh, with a book bag, and uh, uh, try to stop people. And then they have a big cigar. There's another devotee dressed up like a, with a suit. And he wouldn't uh, stop smoking. So, the devotee would take this, the cigarette and throw it on the floor, and try to sell him a book. He said, no, 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 go away. I don't want to be, I don't want, don't disturb me. And then another two devotees come, they would grab by the arm, and they chant Hare Krishna in his ear. <laughs> Hare Krishna. <laughs> and then, ah! you know, this is, we are, we are demonstrating the mind, how the mind is so crazy. And they say, okay, okay, I'll chant Hare Krishna. And then he gives up. So the idea is to train the mind to chant Hare Krishna. So if you give yourself a scope, Give yourself a gap. Mind is find its way to think of Maya. You have to force yourself. That's why force is good. Not that way, but force yourself. Before our time, you know, uh, they had uh, the sannyasis, they used to, we used to all chant together, sannyasis, the temple devotees in Mayapur. And some of them would carry a war gun. The sannyas is under the cloth. Somebody is sleeping. <laughs> Where the water came from? So wake you up. Sometimes devotees, you see them against the wall. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. They almost break their head, trying to keep themselves awake. So they have many methods of keeping yourself awake. So get enough sleep 
So when you're chanting, you, you rested nicely. So whatever you do, janatena, prakarana, somehow or another, we have to fix our mind on Krishna. That's the whole idea. I was a Gurukul teacher before. <laughs> Not abuse the kids, but train them nicely. <laughs> because I was one of the kids. So, uh, Krishna consciousness is a, is, a, is a place of training. Our temple is a training, training ground. Sometimes they say, Hare Krishna, you guys, are you institution? Yes, we are. It's a, it's a place for learning. You come here in the temple, sit down, it's so difficult. To sit for five minutes is so difficult. And then when you get up, you go out and you scratch your head and do this, do that, go to the bathroom, come back. You just can't focus. Five minutes. So to sit. Haram Sabeto. That was the first thing I did when I, got, when I joined the Hare Krishna movement. They said, you have to sit here for two hours. And other kids said, impossible. I said, I'll sit for two hours. And he had to look at the deity, not here and there. I said, I'll do it. Two hours. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna. But when you're younger, it's easier. When you get older, start aching, backache, this, that. So I did for two hours. That's why they said, oh, this guy, he, can, he passed the test. So that's how I got initiated. I could chant Japa for two hours non-stop. Not even looking or scratching your head or picking ears. You have to concentrate. Yeah, keep your beat back under up here. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, like that. Can you do that? I saw you guys chanting. I was chanting Japa here. I saw you all playing around and stuff. <laughs> you have to sit in the temple room or upstairs. So the whole idea of Krishna consciousness is how we should train our senses to observe in Krishna, to think of Krishna. Mana Krishna Niveshayet. Any questions? Hare Krishna. Yeah, I think so. Nearly. I'm working at it. <laughs> How many years? Uh, 48 years. 48 years, still working on it. Yeah. The whole process is to work on it. Once you say, oh, I've got it, that smile will come in. So we have to be in the, in the mood of humility that I am practicing to be good. I say, oh, I've already got it. But even if you do, do have achieved it, and you control yourself. But the mood should be that I, have, I still have room for improvements. That should be the mood. So devotees never say, oh, I got it all. I'll get it right. And I can do it. And I've done it. No. But there's so much, as soon as you say like that, next minute you're going to be down. It's like one day you are fired up, the next day you're down. So it's like up and down. So to be steady is a difficult thing. So to be somehow steady. The steadiness comes from you know, concentrating regularly practicing to do it. Gradually, the taste for chanting will come. Gradually. It's not a one-day thing. It might take a lifetime, but then we all need to work at it. So I haven't found it, but I feel good when I chant. That's why after so many years I could still chant and, and I feel good about it. Even though mind tells me, because I know inside of me, I know this is the right thing to do. I know this is what gives me the pleasure. So then, knowing that, I'm practicing to get that, uh, relish that. Even though the mind is dwelling on objects, we try to bring it back. So the whole idea is to somehow bring back. It's a tug of war, back and forth. And then we'll get it, yeah. But we have to always constantly work at it. Specific instructions that you would like to give to us? No specific instructions. He said, follow the four principles. He told everybody, 
no meat eating, no intoxication, no gambling, no illicit sex. Chant 16 rounds. This is the instruction for everybody. So this is what he told me, we got initiated. He followed this. So we have to work at these things, how we can chant our rounds nicely, don't break any principles. He said, go to Mangalarati, attend the program, rise early in the morning, take a shower, go see the deity, do your service. Don't fight with the devotee like a cat and dog. Sometimes we do. Respect the devotees <coughs> and, and serve Prabhupada, mission, cooperate, don't go away. So there's so many instructions. So this is what the instruction I got from Prabhupada. There's not a special instruction, like secret, but this is the instruction that we all got from Prabhupada. And if you actually follow that, we will feel the bliss of Krishna consciousness. Why we go away? from Krishna Consciousness because uh, we, we, we are not happy chanting Hare Krishna. We haven't focused our mind on Krishna. So Maya tells us, come on, come on, we, I have something else for you. So we go fall for it, we fall for it. So then uh, we get beat up by Maya. Whips, Maya whips us like a donkey, work day and night with foaming at the mouth. There's Maya beating us. And then finally, we had, when he had enough of Maya beating us, we turned to Krishna. See? We don't learn easily. The mind is the same mind from lifetime. Brings back memory from past life in the form of dream. But we don't give up. We don't give into the, the demands of the mind. We control the mind by engaging in the mind in serving Krishna, by serving devotional service. That's the whole idea. All the process of Krishna consciousness, how to curve the mind to bring at the feet of Krishna, by engaging the mind in serving Krishna. But we don't accept the demands of the mind, and, and we, we don't surrender to the mind's demands, but we engage the mind in serving Krishna. <clears throat> like <clears throat> this morning at the temple here, I know we speak from our realizations. Uh, we come here, it was very difficult to sit there, one place. I told myself, uh, I'm not going to listen to what you tell me today. I'm going to sit here at least, like we sit down after Tulsiarity finish, we sit there after the ten offenses, and I told myself, I'm going to sit here till um, 6.30. And it was aching here, aching there. I just moved the leg to one, one side. And then it just twist a little bit. But I sat there. So you have to tell yourself strongly. You have to be strong with yourself. But don't show your weakness to the senses. You have to be strong with yourself. So the spiritual master and the Vaishnavas are there to help us, but initially we need to make the endeavor to carry on that instruction. Just like a, 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 a doctor gives you the prescription, he write down the medicine and everything and he go out and throw it out of the window into the bin. So we have to follow the prescription, don't throw it away. We have to follow the instruction of the guru. Guru is always there to help us, but we have to make the effort to follow the instruction. Take the medicine of the holy name. Come to the program. Or search your devotees. If you're sick, ah, oh, I didn't know what to do. Process is already here. We simply have to embrace and accept the process. And the medicine will work. If you take the medicine five days, one month, whatever, regularly, and in a fixed time, like the doctor told you, then the result will come. So similarly, Krishna consciousness, if you want to improve, you want to give the result of Krishna consciousness, Krishna Prem, then you have to follow the process already given by Prabhupada. How we can fix the mind on Krishna. How we can uh, uh, be uh, focused on the name of Krishna. Even though it's difficult, but he didn't say it's not possible. He can follow the process and it becomes easy. Another question? Even the Goswamis of Vrindavan, they are Krishna's pure devotees. They all said, I, I, 
they all pure devotees of Krishna, but they all said, I'm searching for that Krishna. Hey Krishna, where are you? They're searching. So you have to be in that mood. Where is Krishna? Where is Krishna? If you're in that mood, then you will make the effort to learn. But if you say, I've got it, I have found it, I have reached. So we are in the process of climbing the mountain. If we climb the top of the mountain, then you can see everything. Your top, way down there. So you have to climb to the top of the mountain where you get Krishna Prem. But before that, we have to climb a lot of work. Climbing, the senses, the mind, anger, loss, greed, these things are all troubling us. So climbing the mountain is not easy. The big mountain of desire in our heart, desire to want this, want that. At the end of your life, you don't have anything. But you work, work, work to achieve, to acquire, to build up your home and so much. But at the end, you will not have any of that. You can't take with you. But you can take Krishna Bhakti. You can take love for Krishna. You can take the holy name with you. You can take God with you. So those are the things we have to work at. Material things is easy to achieve. Any person can work hard and get material things. But we have to work to get love for Krishna. Something that's not easy. That's the whole process of Krishna Consciousness. Here we are to um, how we can curve the senses, the mind, and, and um, become more attached to Krishna. Okay. More questions? Yeah, yes. Oh, yeah. Not now. Uh, yeah, Prabhupada was always, Srila Prabhupada was always uh, <coughs> very demanding. He wanted us to become pure devotees of Krishna. He wanted us to become first-class devotees, Brahmanas, Vaishnavas. It was very difficult for him because everybody, Prabhupada was up here, everybody's down here. So it's very difficult for him to uh, make us Krishna conscious. But Prabhupada is so pure that he blesses us. His mercy the, that somehow, um, that's why we're here today. We have this temple because his mercy, expansion of his mercy. So it's difficult, but Prabhupada was pure devotee. He had the mercy of Krishna coming down through Prabhupada to us. So, he said, um, you have to cooperate. Prabhupada said, after I leave, uh, who will see who stays? Are people going to go away? Because they're going to have difficulty with one another in our temples, working together. So he said, love for me, we will see. We will see how much you love me after I go that you can cooperate to stay together to serve me in the Hare Krishna movement. I, I saw Prabhupada, he didn't tell me personal instruction, but Prabhupada said to this, to all the devotees, general instruction, to follow the principles, wake up in the morning and come to the program, chant, associate. Prabhupada himself um, introduced these programs in the 60s, when right in the beginning, uh, people, it was very difficult for people to get up, but then he, when, he, when he saw everyone was, uh, you know, getting the taste. They love Prabhupada, they, they, they like chanting. Gradually, he, he implemented the principles, four principles, and waking up. But gradually, he implemented a lot of the rules that we follow today because, uh, so he gradually did it. Right in the beginning, um, everyone just getting together one time, but all the, all the program they have today, Prabhupada introduced gradually in the beginning when he saw the devotees were getting the taste for chanting. They can austerity, they can practice, they can um, live simple life. And then gradually, um, one by one, 
he implemented a lot of principles, four principles. So when I joined the Hare Krishna movement at a very young age, uh, it was very difficult because um, those days were very austere, very austere. Waking up, having very simple pusharam to eat, it was not much fun. But Prabhupada was there, so he is the one who that made us everything go. When you saw him, his instructions associated with him, he blessed us. That made us all um, feel good about being in Krishna consciousness. Prabhupada blessed all the devotees. Yeah. Hare Krishna. Okay, so proper stories I'll tell another time. I gotta I'd have the mood to tell the stories. Uh, you see, like if people are sleepy and stuff, I don't feel like telling. You gotta have a more room full of enthusiastic devotees, uh, more intimately, and then I feel good to tell those stories. But right now I don't I I just can't say it. Uh, just general uh feelings of instructions. Okay, thank you, Hare Krishna.
Three.